Yeah, the Tyrannosaur doesn't obey any set patterns or park schedules. <laughs> it's the uh, the essence of chaos. And still not clear on chaos. Uh, it simply deals with the unpredictability in complex systems. The, the shorthand is the butterfly effect. Uh, the butterfly effect, uh, the butterfly can flap its wings and peaking, and in Central Park you get rain instead of sunshine. <laughs> 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 Did I go too fast? I go too fast. I yeah, did a flyby. I'm um, here, here. Again. Um, give, me, give me your glass of water. We'll perform an experiment. Uh, uh, the, the car should be still, but that's okay. It's just an example. Put, put your hands flat. Put your hands flat. Like, 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 like a hieroglyphic. Drop of water. Falls on your hand. Which way is the drop going to roll off? Which finger Which finger do you think it's going to... Uh, thumb, uh, I'd say. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, fr- freeze your hand. Freeze your hand. Don't move. Don't move. I'll do the same thing. Okay. And starting with the same place again. Let's Which way now? Which way it, now? Let, let's say left. Okay. okay uh, so okay. same same way. <gasps> it changed. Why? Because tiny. Because tiny variations. The orientation of the hairs in your hand. No. Alan, oh, look at the this. amount of blood standing in your vessels. Imperfections in the skin. It's imperfections all, it's, in the skin. Oh, just microscopic, microscopic, mm. that uh, uh, never repeat and vastly affect that outcome. That's what unpredictability. Uh-huh. There, there. Look at this. See, I'm right again. Nobody could predict that Doctor Grant would suddenly, would suddenly, Alan? would suddenly jump out of a moving vehicle. Alan. Uh, Alan? Uh, there's another example. Alan. <laughs> See, and now I'm talking to him. I'm, I'm by myself. I'm uh, talking to myself. That, that's, that's chaos theory. <laughs> I'm a gentleman. You can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I am the I'm so much crazier. I am the one who knocks. Go ahead. Make my day. Best day we wore here has brought fuckers. Everybody on? Good. Great. Great. Wonderful. And welcome to Facing Off. This is a podcast where we take two movies that we find to be similar in some way. In this case, because they have dinosaurs and they have the name Jurassic. And we compare, (laughs) contrast, and rate them. My name is Gabe, and joined with me, as always, is my dear friend Nick, fellow chaos theorist, dinophile. Dinophile. Well, you're not a dinophile. I'm not a dinophile. We should, we we should dive that. into that first, yeah. right off the bat. All right, so all right, everyone, like, hold on to your butts. So I, I actually put a poll on Instagram saying, like, what do we think about dinosaurs? And I said coolest. So the two options were coolest, very <laughs> wow, or Boring, who cares? Much wow. A lot of people said coolest. And a few, including myself, and I voted twice, and Tyler Sahlstrom and my mom. Hey, mom. Hey, Tyler. uh, Voted, who cares? And I talked to Tyler afterwards. My big thing is, first of all, I'm just not excited by it. I don't care about, like, creature shit. And then... Also, it's 65 million years ago. Get over it. Like, what What more do we have to learn from dinosaurs that's actually beneficial to society? Um, uh, but uh, we have to learn about birds. I, why? Fuck birds. Who likes birds? They nah, carry diseases. Know. They're loud know. as shit in the morning. Well, isn't it interesting to know? Okay, so how about this? There's a counterpoint. 
Isn't learning about dinosaurs important because it might help us to understand how life on other planets would develop? Sure. Yeah. That you're not just going to jump right into uh, the apex species that humans are, that you you might have some giant, weird-looking reptile so God birds. made the Earth, and God would like hold it. Yeah? This shit is boring. It need more shit. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, part exactly. Yeah, and I know you know you how Lil Dicky knows that? Because scientists study but dinosaurs. Like why, but, like, why do we need to know the whole evolution of everything on another planet? It would just be simple enough to find life on another planet. I wouldn't need to know, like... It would be it, simple enough? I mean, it wouldn't be simple. Like, it, I, it's a <laughs> choice of words there. But, uh, like... That's I don't know. Essence I just don't theory. think it's interesting. And it's, this is funny because we're doing Jurassic Park versus Jurassic World. And Nick and I had the same – well, now it's become a discussion. But we went and had bottomless mimosas. This is like five <laughs> years ago uh, at brunch before going to see Jurassic World. And we were pretty drunk, I would say. And uh, I, yeah. I started – he had never heard me talk about dinosaurs and not liking them. And me and him got into a mostly joking, like, ar- pretty loud argument with our friend Jimmy as, like, kind of the moderator. Yeah. But more on your side. And it was just really fun. We had, like, one of the best days. Uh, and it, it turned sour at one point, but it, it was a great day. <laughs> I stole a beer essentially from a bar and yeah. I, I got in trouble. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> we actually, since that day of seeing Jurassic World, which we got very drunk beforehand and and brought in little like oh, limeritas. Illegal. Yeah, whatever. It was five five years ago. Uh, statute of limitations on Baby. that. Uh, yeah. Um, we just had such a great day and I haven't rewatched the movie since then, so oh, excited lucky, to talk about them. Lucky you. I haven't even seen the newest Jurassic World and I will not see the new, new newest one. So Oh, don't watch the the new one. Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, we well, just... why don't you tell us what Jurassic Park is about and what Jurassic okay. World is about? And then so Jurassic Park holds a special place in my heart. Uh, because I was a little dinosaur nerd. As a child, and I still know the names of far too many dinosaurs. Um, and I thought Dr. Grant was, like, really dope. I thought, like, oh, being yeah. a paleontologist was so lit when yeah. I was a kid. It's uh, it's not. Uh, Jurassic Park, though, is the story of Dr. Albert Hammond, the billionaire founder of InGen Corporation, and his quest to have his life's work, a theme park with cloned dinosaurs, validated by two paleontologists, a greasy mathematician, a lawyer, and two children. Mm, yeah yeah that's a good breakdown after hammond brings them to the island uh he puts his little theme park guinea pigs together and allows them the opportunity to witness the island first hand things go wrong pretty much right away as the combination of a tropical storm and newman from seinfeld mucking things up um allows the dinosaurs to escape and they kill the lawyer they injure the mathematician uh, and they send all the other characters scrambling to reunite and avoid being eaten by prehistoric monsters, um, which they mostly do. <laughs> Sounds like my Friday night. <laughs> yep. Jurassic World is the story of the titular theme park built on the island that is featured in the original movie. It's also the story of nobody learning any lessons from history at all. 
True. Uh, the expansive True. Jurassic World is home to all of our same dino friends and so, so many more. We follow two children again for some reason as they visit their aunt who runs the park and is constantly on the phone. The two kids get into some normal theme park hijinks, but unfortunately the scientists at Jurassic World have been cooking something up in a lab. That something is a... Depends on what kind of dinosaur you get cooking up in that lab down yonder. That is not how he says it. Uh, It's so fun. What they have cooking up down yonder is a T-Rex, cuttlefish, tree frog, raptor hybrid with superpowers that they named the Indominus Uh Rex. Uh, and she escapes because she is a giant, intelligent reptile capable of masking her appearance and her own heat signature. Going through uh, like an existential crisis. Yeah, and that reminds me that the government in Jurassic World is funding the creation of dinosaurs for military usage. It's teased in this movie and happens in Fallen Kingdom. Oh, Hence the Indominus spoiler. and the highly trained pack of Velociraptors commanded by their trainer, Owen, who helps to rescue the kids and save the island from the rampaging hybrid dinosaur before anybody gets hurt. <laughs> oh, wait. A ton of people die, and definitely a lot of flying dinosaurs escape into the world to wreak havoc on pretty much everything. So, yay. Yay. 2020 in a movie. Life finds a way. Life does find a way. Uh, you know what else finds a way? Coronavirus. Coronavirus does find a way, <laughs> man. It is still here, still strong. It is the Indominus Rex. This podcast is brought to you by Coronavirus. Yeah. Visit oh. www.coronavirus.gov and read. Very quickly, special shout out to Maddie Becker, who is a huge fan of the Jurassic Park movies, and she was so excited when we were going to do this. And I'll say a big shout out to Brad Lewandowski. Is she a fan of all the Jurassic Park movies? I think she just likes dinosaurs. Because The Lost World is low-key excellent. It is. I haven't seen it since I was a child. It's fine. It's probably one of Spielberg's worst movies, but it... But the gymnastic scene with the raptors and the raptor tails like going up in the air is really cool. Yeah, and there's a bus with the that's the first time I ever saw a bus with like an accordion thing in the middle. That is completely unimportant to the plot oh, of the yeah. movie, but interesting. I remember as a child being cool, like, I'm glad you learned about thing? accordion bus extend extension bus yeah. things. Um cool. Well the best way <laughs> to break these movies down and uh really see what there is uh, similarity-wise is to use our five categories and a rating scale on each of those categories of five. one to six. Jurassic Five. There we go. One of my favorite hip-hop groups. Um, yeah. And uh, each of the categories, we use a scale of one to seven, one being lowest, seven being highest, four being middlest, average, neutral, or in between. Our categories today, I thought maybe I'd switch it up a little bit because we always start with spectacularity or actoring. Let's start with eye, uh, eye candy. Sure. Yeah. And then spectacularity, That's originality, <laughs> actoring, legacy. Let's kick things off. I don't know why I questioned. Why did you look at me like you forgot what our categories I'm were? I'm losing my mind slowly but surely. And don't call me Susan. What? Um, let's start eye candy, which is where we talk about all the visual elements of a movie. Let's start with Jurassic Park. Let's, see, let's start positive here. Dude, I cannot think of a movie that is so... Like, you need the visual effects so badly to make the movie work. And it hold. I'm like, I can't think of a movie that relies upon that so much and holds up this well. Yeah. Like, it's how many? I mean, it's it's almost oh, as old okay. as I, I am. Okay, I see what you mean. So, it, the movie. Yeah, to, I worded that. To fit the criteria, so it, it needs to have a lot of effects. 
but still uh, but hold, hold up. up. There's like Alien, like Terminator this, Two, maybe Terminator Two, kind of. I think Terminator Two holds up pretty well. It Terminator One does well. not. No, in my, I am. A, but I mean, some of the times when he turns into like a like a silver glob black is girl, not the oh. best. But also, I mean, Back. the only scene in Jurassic Park that doesn't really hold up is unfortunately the first time that you see the uh, Apatosauruses, the ones mm. with the long necks that they call Brontosauruses, but that's not the name of uh, them. Fucking cancel it! All right, turn off the podcast. I, I can't think Brachiosaurus is still. I don't want to learn. But they that 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 scene doesn't hold up super super well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. But only name. like the first half of it, when the dinosaurs like way too close of them, close to them, and they're like, "Wow!" And it's like, dude, that thing could accidentally sneeze and like step on you and you die, and you're like 15 feet away from it. It looks really bad when they do. when they're too close it to it. It doesn't look fake. great when yeah. Doctor Grant is like right there. But then when they like pan away and they're at the lake and there's all those dinosaurs and the music is swelling, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. And then pretty much everything after that looks great. And I can't think of too many other movies that hold up as well as, as Jurassic Park does. So I'm going to give it a seven. Fair enough. I, um, I think it's obviously incredible for the time. Uh, it yeah. still holds up. And, and mostly what really holds up is the insane production design, which you know Spielberg is a master of. Um, it was like a little over $60 million budget, which yeah. is just very impressive. Um, I do like the camera movements and it has this like incredible, like blockbuster feeling. And it's one of the OG, like big, big blockbusters. Um, I would say my issue with it is the over-reliance on computer technology in it, like dates the movie, like the over-reliance on the computers that they're using oh. and everything makes it so dumb. Those and probably he had to have known so things. high tech in 1990. Right. Exactly. But like it, I think that Nuh-uh. some of the things that age poorly Nuh-uh. are avoidable. Nuh-uh. <laughs> so, I love Wayne Knight. Uh, and you got to take into account like how a movie visually ages word. over time. And I I was okay with the amount of CGI they used because that was going to date. And they, it, it most of it was practical effects. Yeah. That one's just not avoidable. But something like – there's just too many shots of the computer screens and it really That's bothers me. That's such a me. specific thing to like really be bothered by. Well, it's like, but the main thing is like I – the CGI is like really bad to me. Like the the whatever you fucking called it. The brontosaurus and the like mm-hmm. – uh, and all the herd dinosaurs or whatever just look really silly to me. And then when the like dying the dying dinosaur scene looks pretty stupid as well. And that's when the practical effects stop. Oh, the looking triceratops. Cool. Yeah, but I so I went to Universal <laughs> Studios and one of the dumps. they have one that like sneezes on you at uh, Universal oh, Studios yeah. and it looks really real. When I was a kid. I was fully convinced for like two years that dinosaurs were real. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like still real because of that thing. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna give it a six. I, I, you know, I, I would say it, it's pretty great for the time, but I'm actually a little more impressed, like visually, with like ET and Jaws than this. Fair enough. It's too <laughs> blockbustery for me as well. Um, all right, but what like Jurassic World nitpicking? I mean, I'm gonna be that's, eye candy. Eye candy is the one I'm gonna what, be nitpicky that's on. Why always. we made this podcast? That's so true. You can nitpick. We should call it picking nits. Uh, eye candy for Jurassic World. Yeah. This is tough because I'm going to – this is such a, like a personal thing. Like it's it's too much CGI for me, man. It's like – Fair. I don't even know if – I wonder if there was like any practical effects in Jurassic World or if it was all in front of a green screen because 
It's all in front of a green screen. It's it, okay. So technically speaking, the movie is stunning. So I can't give it like a really bad score or anything. It is visually good for what it is. It just is not my type of movie. And if I'm taking it based on my preference, I would sl- say it's like slightly below average. You know, I'll give it a three. I think that the Raptors CGI is our like this movie came out of like five years ago. The Raptors CGI is already aging horribly on TVs. Uh, and the, and yeah. the difference is, like, in theaters, it looked visually great. It, uh, once you start getting those CGI, like, CGI onto TVs, no matter the TV, it starts looking a little more cartoonish. And I think the Raptors didn't work well. And I think the the whole scene with the sphere going through, the little ride. Oh, the gyrosphere? And, yeah, the gyrosphere and, like, the dinosaurs around it. Like, it looks too CGI and absurd. It does me. look it cheesy. Looks bad. Yeah. So I'm going to give it, I'm slightly below average. It's obviously... I'm giving it a four because I don't think it looks worse than any other movie that relies that heavily on CGI. I think it probably looks a little bit better than most movies that rely this heavily on CGI because the whole thing is is CGI. My problem with it is how they use all that CGI. The only thing that is... Like you might say is unique or, or cool... And not necessarily, but it is like really just like a huge spectacle is the Mosasaurus, the swimming dinosaur. Yeah. Coming up and eating the the great white uh, shark. Yeah. And I then, mean, that's like when you need CGI to like really yeah, show Yeah, and like that's not, nothing on that scale is done. It's also funny that that swimming dinosaur is just like a, a deus ex machina at the end. Oh, is it funny? It's the most predictable thing. It just mon- I, yeah, it is. When we saw it in theaters, I literally like smacked my forehead when that yeah. happened. I was like, "Oh, sure." <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. They and did. all the kids in the audience were like, "Wow!" Well, it's because they they thought that using that dinosaur, the swimming dinosaur, was like such a cool idea, and that's like the one time the CGI like really works. It was also so they can input like Sea World into this, like, yeah, Disney yeah. this park, and, and like. I just think it's childish the way they use it. It's used purely for spectacle uh, and like it's it's not it's not like creative. It's just like look at it. Look at it. Look at them. Look at them all. That's a good point. I look didn't at them all think these dinosaurs like yeah, I know. Like they like for example, like we, bitch, we've seen Jurassic Park. Yeah, Heart, for like, example, the whole movie is about making a dinosaur that is such a spectacle that people have to keep coming in Jurassic World because the world's like dinosaurs, bro. I said dinosaurs have been around for like 20 years now. We're chilling with yeah. with dinosaurs. They're not cool. And they're like, "Oh, we got to invent the Indominus Rex." But then you like see the Indominus Rex and it's just like a T-Rex with like that, like worked out its biceps. Yeah, it doesn't end up looking. That I don't think cool. it's. Yeah, and you always talk about like monster creations for m- movies and stuff. Yeah, and I don't think it's that clever. Or cool. It like camouflages itself. It can mask its its like body heat. Like, why yeah. doesn't it have weird looking like frog skin or like like something that makes it look interesting and and yeah. like like that you use it and use the CGI in a creative way. And none of that happens in Jurassic World. Yeah, that's fair. All right, well, so what, you gave it a four? I, I gave it a four. three. All right, let's, uh, let's move on to our next category. Um, let's talk about spectacularity. 
because uh, these are both spectacle movies. Spectacularity is how engaged you are in the movie, uh, whether you were distracted by things, you know, such as runtime or stupidity uh, in the case of Jurassic World, or you were really dialed in the whole time you watched it. Um, we could start with Jurassic World since we're on it. Um, I would say, obviously, like right off the bat, like it's a fast paced, exciting spectacle of a movie. It's a blockbuster. It's like very much what blockbusters are now. Yes. My problem is I got too many questions, man. When I'm watching (laughs) this movie, I got a question every few seconds why it's happening. So like this. So we're meant to believe that this world exists not only exists in the same universe as Jurassic Park, but on the on same, the same island. island as Jurassic Park, island and New they Blair. redid it so because they at, at one point you find like the old Jurassic Park like equipment and stuff, yeah, the old grounds. Why the fuck would anyone, anyone in the world go to this park? Well, not why only the that. fuck would anyone make this park? Not only that, if you knew the past, <laughs> you know exactly what happened in the past. They are, they reference. What happened? But at think Jurassic about Park. what happened. Not just not just Jurassic Park. There's also the Lost, the Lost World, World. But I'm where I where think... a T Rex gets loose in San Diego. Right. Okay. But I'm saying like <laughs> we don't know a hundred percent that the events of of the Lost World happened in in this. We only know for certain in this movie that Jurassic Park existed. And if, but it, you you don't even need to go like. Yes, if yeah, it was seen, no, it would be even need worse. To, but, but even on its own, like, I don't think that a billionaire would take a ch- fucking chance, like, to keep, like, once he saw the cracked glass in that room, I'd be like, nope, shut it down. Have you heard of lawsuits? Have you yeah. heard of, like, horrible press that did just, you just ruins tell your me, reputation? Did you just forever? tell me that it tried to break out of here and it's strong enough to crack the glass? Exactly. Kill I, like, it. This guy Gas wasted all of his money, and it's like, dude, you're about to lose all of your money and and die. And then, like, why would anyone – here's my biggest problem. Why would anyone ever create a pterodactyl? Like, any, first of all, pterodactyls are fucking huge. They're bigger than people. Yeah. And they got wings. They could fly. They're dinosaurs with wings. Why would you do that? And so that scene that's supposed to be really awesome, and it is – to be fair, pretty fucking funny when everyone's running and it's like picking oh, them up when and like they, tossing them. When they give everyone like four seconds heads up. Yeah. They crowd everyone together and then they go, oh, no. Well, like, no one, like no one's like really going to be able to get out of there. The pterodactyls no. just like burst through. And it's immediately just like, but it, I mean, everyone hide. objectively hilarious and awesome when it, they're like throwing the people and stuff. But, I mean, I'm just thinking in my head like, this would have been the first thing I thought about if if I heard about Jurassic World is something like that happening. And then, like, I'd shit my pants in that. And they have a scene where I think it's, like, Jimmy Buffett or whatever grabs, grabs a couple grabs margaritas. margaritas yeah. It's like, fuck you. Don't put that in there. It's just... Also, I got, like... I A problem with this movie is I'm so jealous that some people could just go to movie theaters and watch something like this. Like the, they could watch the motorcycle scene with the Raptors and be like, Oh fuck. Yeah. (laughs) But instead I'm sitting there with my hands covering my face in shame. Just, I can't do it. And then like, even like they try to bring in like an emotional scene with the dying dinosaur. And I was like, dude, what is happening? Yeah, That scene is so dumb. Fucking two. No, I'll give it a three because objectively it's just, it's, it's just like such a distracting movie because it's so stupid 
like like that crying dino like when they cry because the Indominus Rex gets out and then is just like apparently it's explained as if the dinosaur Oh yeah, I didn't even talk about. They just they just like person like like personify this dinosaur a bit too much to make you like 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 it has like motives and stuff. Yeah, it's too where, villainous. Yeah, where they're like, oh, it's just killing for sport, and it's like, is it killing for sport or is, like what do you mean it's killing for sport? Yeah, like it just got out and it was like, oh hell yeah, I'm strong as shit. <laughs> like I could kill a I could kill a dinosaur three times my size. There's one. There's two, two three, <laughs> and then they were like, oh no, but like, dude, you feed him like cows all the time. You got. Apparently, a cloning facility that can crank out dinosaurs and rapidly age them. Who cares about the fucking long necks you just accidentally slaughtered? I, I just don't even get, like, most. I don't want to see you cry. I don't care about the characters in the movie. Yeah, that's not the that's point. I gave it a five because I like Jesus. dinosaurs. Yeah, sure. And I like stuff. Stupid looking things that make me go, wow. And there's like quite a bit of that. I really like the fight scene between the T-Rex and the Indominus Rex. I think that the average movie goer would be like, oh, this movie is fun as hell. But like, it's not good at all. It's just ultimately in a lot of times it's like pretty boring, but it's not. I don't think the boring parts are enough to outweigh how how cool things look. And there are parts of the plot that are interesting. Like when you first discover that the Indominus Rex is some sort of it, super yeah. creature. Yeah, sure. And he, you do kind of in real time learn like, oh, crap. It I, tricked you. I think you. the issue, this isn't for me. And, and most of my hatred for the movie spurs out of like, I, I just am so jealous. <laughs> I, I like the people that can really enjoy the new Fast and the Furious movies. Like, good for you. I really well, wish I, I don't had enjoy that. them because there's no Raptors. Okay. Um. What about Jurassic Park? I think this is like fairly easy for spectacularity. I'd, I'd give it a seven. Seven out of seven. This. Yeah. I, don't I think. See how you give um, anything else? One thing I love is. And and Spielberg's great at this, but they set the stakes immediately. Like the first scene is so. Oh my god, I forgot to say like, that. I'm so glad scary you said that. And what? Compare the two first scenes. Yeah, I don't well, think the about first it. scene in Jurassic World is the egg breaking. Yeah, is the Indominus then, like, Rex. <laughs> yeah, the Indominus yeah, Rex being the born. First scene in Jurassic Park is like the raptors or whatever, like pull a guy in. Yeah, you a get cage. like almost no dialogue, and it's just and, these like, guys Muldoon just is freaking out and wrestling yeah. with this raptor that's just making these ungodly sounds yeah and it's like it's just like you've never seen something like it Nothing. and then like one thing i always bring up and i think this is really big for jurassic park is like fucking man john williams is such a treasure like one of the most incredible scores it, it's just so engaging the score itself um i there are certain things that i love like like certain scenes that really pull me in the whole raptor hunting scene by muldoon is so great because not while it's happening simultaneously, Ellie goes into the water, uh, water power like plant or whatever. Yeah, and sh- and and at the same time, the electric fence scene is happening, and it's just Spielberg stacks and stacks and stacks all of these like really tense things because he's the king of tension. Yeah, and 
it just makes like I had forgotten about the electric fence scene, and it's like it, the stakes are like even if the dinosaurs aren't going to kill them, something like a car falling out of a tree um, while yeah. they're on the tree, which. Thank God these trees are so easily climbable in this movie. But, <laughs> Dude. Um, Dude. but like, and then the whole, like there are different dinosaurs and different, different threats and they lay, and he lays them all. It's very layered. Once the movie starts yeah, getting, it's, rolling, it's layered, but the logic doesn't become lost. Like there isn't no, right, a, so really a part of the movie that. where you're like, no, that's stupid. What, what the, what, what? Yeah. Not really. No, not at any point. I mean, I would say just the whole idea of making dinosaurs to me is yeah, just yeah, but like, that's why? like the grand arching. Like, yeah. like there's no like minor plot point that that distracts you. You yeah. know, un, uh, you know, unlike the the like, oh, you didn't, you made the. <laughs> why is the door the size of the Indominus Rex? Yeah, that's you like never wanted to leave. Yeah, and if you did, you'd blow up the thing that it's in. And he'd be tranked, and you could fly it. Like, why? Why is the door to the Indominus Rexes? Just have like safety valves, you know, like things. Don't have a door as big as the dinosaur. Don't don't have have like a tracking thing. Just be like right on the outside of its skin, where it could remember where it is. Like, put it in its heart or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, put a little deeper in there. Another scene. I mean, this is just such an iconic scene. It almost goes into legacy, but like. The water scene in Jurassic Park where the you see well it happens twice but the first water scene with the cup cup full of water and the Oh boom, yeah. Boom is so like your heart just stops. Yeah. You're like you had not you've not seen any violence since Dude, the very the opening sound. scene. Then the then the the T-Rex like looks so cool and it's such an exciting scene and then it takes down the hut and the hut like collapses and the guys just sitting on the toilet and gets eaten and you're like Fuck yeah, this is entertainment, baby. You gotta go, you gotta go. I will say there's only one thing that pulls me out of the movie. I, I really hate the little girl. Like, I think she's awful. She's, like, not really... I can't tell what oh, age really? she's supposed to be. She's, like... Uh, she's really cool in the kitchen scene. She becomes smart later. But she's one of those, like, just put a character in there to scream all the time. And I... I yeah. I, it takes me out. I mean, I, I, yeah. I give it a seven as well. I, like, as a kid... You couldn't pull me away from this movie if you tried. Sure. Uh, and I'm pretty much the same way now, except for now I recognize how much of a, a damn smoke show Jeff Goldblum is. Oh, uh, he's so hot. I didn't even know that the open shirt scene where he's on his side is actually from Jurassic Park. I I've, thought it was I've a poster opened, they I've made. opened my button-down shirt just for this. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, it's just... One thing I do want to add is that the raptor, like we were talking about, is played up so perfectly yeah. as this perfect like movie monster mm-hmm. and it is so well done because you get that that intro scene that we were talking about where it's basically just this like faceless menace that can rip a man in half but you don't ever really get to see it it makes these awful noises that like whistling like squeaking sound that it makes yeah yeah oh yeah is just wild and then you get the baby raptor and Dr. Grant, oh no, you get Dr. Grant's explanation to that child who absolutely 100% he abused and should not oh, be. Oh, dude, I, I actually wrote in my notes, uh, if if a kid ever talked to me like that, I'd 
beat him on the <laughs> yeah. side, dude, dude. In front of his parents. I guess I guess basically Dr. Grant just like verbally abuses him. I don't know why that child is even there. Fuck that, but, dude. But I you thought get, he was pretty patient with that you kid. Get, no, he's awful to him. You get the you get the intro, you get Grant's explanation that's pretty scary. You get the baby raptor and then Dr. Grant's face being like, You have raptors, kid. you idiots. And then you have the it's scenes. just a six foot turkey. <laughs> like, and then you have yeah. the scenes with Muldoon where he's, yeah, it's hunting. So and you see what they did to Sam Jackson, who we literally just see as yeah, an hand. arm. Yeah. He dies <laughs> off arm, screen yeah. and is eaten except for his like, left forearm. And then finally we get to see them like fully for the last like 20 minutes of the movie. In the I kitchen actually... scene and into their battle with the T-Rex. The way that the raptors are built throughout the movie is perfect. Yeah, it's good tension. I'll bring this up later. Yeah, I can't add anything to that. That's great. So, sevens from Nick and I. Uh, let's move on to originality. Originality is where we talk about... Yeah, it, it, we are melting. Um, originality is where we talk about the how creative the movie was, whether it stands out in the genre. Did it need to be made, especially if it's based off of uh, other material um, before? Uh, let's start with Jurassic Park. Um Jurassic Park is a very original movie uh, in terms of like blockbuster movies and everything. Obviously, it was based off of a book, but I, I did the book come out at the same time? Like it was no, it like the Jaws? book's out from is is earlier. The, so it's a Michael Crichton book, and I own them. I've never read them though. Yeah, I, I would say for me, I like I'm close to giving it a seven, but my problem is like I don't think there's anything like groundbreaking about Jurassic Park in terms of like ideas and story writing i think they nail all the ideas really well the whole um morality and the differences in of opinion on science and like you know any of the ethical things that um dr malcolm talks about um, oh you mean the ones that the rest of the the like jurassic park movies just beat like a dead horse yeah they just go over the top i was just thinking of like jurassic park 3 when the kid is like when uh dr grant goes to like help the kid and he's like talking about how he's like man i really like your your theories on dinosaurs more than the chaos theory by malcolm and i'm like who gives a shit this is forgettable i i will say if I'm talking about how this stands out, there there's a lot of really memorable scenes, and a lot of blockbusters have kind of built off of the tension that he created in this. And then I would say, like, very original score, obviously, and that's something that stands yeah. out. Um, I think it's a really well-structured story and good character writing. I'm going to give it a six. I don't think I could quite say it's perfect. Okay, I'm actually going to give it a five. Okay. Because it's based off a book, and I have not read them, but I will as soon as I get tired of trying to read Game of Thrones. Um, I've read that the books are a bit more original and, and interesting in terms of their story, which makes sense, it's a book, sure. than the, the movie, which I think kind of turns the books into a bit... Uh, just like the spectacle parts. They don't like really debate the morality of the situation. It's pretty obvious from square one, essentially that it's immoral what's happening. Yeah. And then it's just like, it's, it's immoral. And also a bunch of people died now. So that for sure, we shouldn't have done this. And like, even Hammond says it, I've decided after much deliberation that I shouldn't, uh, that I do not endorse your park. Neither do I end of the moral debate. That's the whole thing just ends with that line. Yeah. Right? 
like it's just not like super original. What I think is original is what they did with practical effects and sound sure. effects yeah. and and um the fact that this is a movie about dinosaurs and dinosaurs have never looked that cool before or after pretty much. Right. So that's the, I'm going to give it a five and not a four for that reason. I have like a quick counterpoint to your book, the book thing. Do even though it's based off of a book, obviously, and maybe the book was more original when this came out, do you think anyone else could have adapted the book that successfully? No. So that's like that's where it that's where it becomes a six to me because of the creativity of filmmaking. Oh, okay. Uh, but I agree with you. I mean, I I don't think it has a lot of legs to stand on in terms of ideas and writing. Yeah. Um, what about originality with um, Jurassic World? What'd you think? <laughs> What'd you think about it? Did you find it really original? Did I find it really original. Uh, this fourth movie. <laughs> that's a reboot essentially. I mean. I hardly ever give things twos, and I was really stuck between two and three here. I mean, like, I'm at a two, and I have a speech. I just, like... It's a theme park that we know shouldn't exist. The government is bad. Yeah. Like, that's... Those are the those are the ideas you're bringing in. The same ideas from the first one about whether or not we should be cloning creatures. Oh, so but you're also getting into now, the, like, did this need to be made argument. Like, it just doesn't need to have been a thing. Like, if you're going to come back at us with uh, a sequel to one of the greatest, like, monster movies ever, don't come back with no original ideas and then and then be like oh but now the government's involved and they're bad that the is a great idea always bad the government's always bad it's always bad in movies it's always bad in real life it's never good we get it yeah. not a, not an original idea i'm gonna drop it to too yeah i'm at it too i mean here's my thing like way to take a fantastic original movie with adventure and horror elements and just turn it into a CGI-filled, absurd Transformers movie. That's basically what they did. And, like, the whole final battle that you were talking about, that's, like, obviously it's exciting to a lot of people. It's honestly, like, that battle is, like, a disservice to dinosaurs. Like, just <laughs> dinosaurs should be, you, you should scoff at this film. But, and then, like, they, like, they bring, they, they turn the T-Rex into this Godzilla like you know which they already nature, had done. they which already they kind of do in the first movie it's like definitely the same kind of ending in the first movie but they turn it into like just straight up a godzilla thing where it just like walks away and there's and and, and they are, there's only one bad guy there's really just one bad guy there it's this it's this fucking dinosaur and it it's oh, kind of how insane like it's either how stupid movie watchers have become or how stupid these studios think movie watchers have become. And for that, I just don't feel like it adds much. Um, it basically just copies it in a really lame wor- way. No, it's I just... would say why it's not a one is it technically creates its own franchise. It creates its own world. Yeah. Like it, it turns the theme park into like a really like, it, like a real big theme park. Uh, yeah. it, 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 you could see why I guess people would go there. It, Classic person of color fucking dying first, by the way. I, I would think yeah. that by the time we got to like 2015 or 16, they would stop doing that. Yeah. Um, I will say the whole <laughs> whale dinosaur is so predictable. The whole T-Rex stuff is really dumb. The brief moment where the raptors 
are are friends with the not uh, whatever the, yeah the, the Indominus the, Rex the Indominus just like Rex like clicks at them and they're like oh we are you're and not, then you're but then two, they dude. go back on it like two scenes later and it's like why did you even put that in there dude it just like clicks and they're like oh shit you speak Raptor yeah. and then they just <laughs> hang out with him he's like bet right on <laughs> yeah. uh yeah dude I can't believe four people wrote this movie like what did you each add to this movie that one person couldn't have come up with a fucking five-year-old could have come up with this i'm gonna give it a two uh government is bad talk more about it would you give it a two i gave it a two uh what about actoring so actoring is like all i have a lot i guess to say but but uh actoring is where we talk it's like all encompassing so it's how good was the acting? How believable was the acting? And then did the writers and directors give the actors the tools that they needed to perform at the best of their abilities? And a lot of that comes down to dialogue. And if we're going to start with Jurassic World. I mean, the dialogue is written by like a seventh grader. Yeah. It's written by a seventh grader who watched a lot of movies and picked out quotes from a lot of movies. And yeah. he's like, Let's make the dialogue just quotes and not Yeah, seventh dialogue. grade boy was a huge fan of eighties like eighties uh, um, action movies. Yeah, and Transformers. And the, and the dialogues and in, in, in the dialogue in those types of movies. Sure. Because like Chris Pratt's character is written in such a predictable and unrealistic way. Like he didn't need to be written like that. He's kind of a really interesting, cool character. Like I yeah. want to know how he ended up living in a shack. In the corner Down of the Isla Nublar and like commuting via Triumph motorcycle to <sighs> the Raptor Center where he trains Raptors. Yeah. How Pretty, did he get there? Yeah. yeah. And is also like. An, but he clearly knows a lot about animals. Yeah. And also like an animal activist and dinosaur activist because that's a thing in this world. Dinosaurs have existed for 25 plus years. Yeah. Like. He's like a less charismatic Joe Exotic who actually cares <laughs> yeah. about animals. And is actually good at training them. But he and fucks just, just as much. Uh, uh, ew. <laughs> Maybe. No, he doesn't. Well, he didn't ever have sex with her, but you know he got it at the end. Well, yeah. I mean, there's other women on the island too, but he does live in that weird shack. But anyways, like it's just like there are so many issues with the writing in Jurassic world that even though there isn't, I don't think there's like a character or an actor that is just like beefing it, but the writing is just beefed so hard. It might as well be a stew. Yeah. I mean, okay. So like, I just don't, I think all the character writing, not even just the dialogue, just like how they crafted these characters. It's just so shallow. And it, and it goes with like all the supporting members, like, what you know, I brought this up on Now You See Me. Like, I fucking hate when they make crowds just like overly ridiculous. So, like, when you see the whale, the Moses, whatever, Mosasaurus, Mosasaurus uh, come out of the water, like, people are in the crowd, they're like, yeah, fucking get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're dude. watching wrestling. I and have I'm like, such a huge problem. People with don't that. act this way. They're not animals, but you're treating the audience like they are. And then, like, the corporate people at the beginning are like, we want to be thrilled. And it's just like, dude, stop. Like, these, this is not how people <laughs> Build talk. a roller coaster. I don't need to talk about Chris Pratt. I think they made him overly serious. It was just like a bad use of Chris Pratt. Yeah. Um, bad use of Jake Johnson. Vincent D'Onofrio is like also it's like... It's a bad use of pretty much everybody. Yeah. I, no, I think it's a good use of Jake Johnson. I think Jake Johnson, like, was perfect in it. He He's too ridiculous, I have but a like... I have a follow-up to this. 
But I, I do want to say there is one part that I actually laugh at in the movie, and it's when he goes in to kiss uh, Lauren oh. Lapkus. It just like it's such a funny like making fun of the hero moment thing. Like I'm sure people have done before. What, what is what are their director's issues with not using Lauren Lapkus's like comedic abilities? Dude, she's I don't so know. Funny, but she sucks hard in this. She sucks in every like she sucked in that. Is she uh, ever good in anything? I don't know. I, so another one is like I I love B D Wong. And essentially, oh. they bring Wu back. You mean the arch villain of the Jurassic Park essentially, franchise? Like, apparently, the, the guy with the god complex. He's like the Oscar Isaac in X like, Machina. I am the reason that you have dinosaurs. Like, dude, you were like nineteen in that first movie. I what, just, what did don't you even, do in the last twenty-five years? I I think he's great. So he is playing the same character, right? Yeah. I it, like he's good. He's a, he's a great actor. If you watch Mr. Robot, he's fantastic yeah. in it. But we're supposed to believe this dude is horrible enough to keep making dinosaurs. And, like, I I know there's, like, capitalism and god complexes and shit. But, like, this is stretching it. it I just, it, like, well, it just I'm not scared by it at all. I do like his relativity, uh, like, argument. It, it's, like, a good bit of dialogue when he's, like, talking about, like, you, you know, obviously it's not scary to you. Like, the, this type of bird oh, yeah. isn't, yeah. I, I'm butchering it. I, I also don't – there's too much kid scenes, and the guy who plays Zach ends up becoming a good actor after this movie. Um, like, he's in Love, Simon kid? and stuff. Yeah. But, like, I also – he's not believable. Like, there's a part when they're at the petting zoo with dinosaurs, and he's like, boring. I'm not going to watch this. And I'm like, they're dinosaurs, dude. <laughs> All dinosaurs that are now living are fucking crazy. You would not be on your phone with your – Bitch ass, but girlfriend. that's like that's like the, the the core premise of the movie is something so unbelievable that we can't, I can't buy it. That that people are just even if the dinosaurs had existed for twenty five years, I think people would still be like, holy fuck nuts! I need to see that dinosaur, especially if they're all on a remote island off the coast of Costa Rica. Yeah. Most people don't get the, the way, opportunity to travel to remote islands off the coast of Costa Rica. Can I just say, I don't care how good the travel package can is. Can I just say you don't even like go to go to Costa Rica. Costa Rica is a fascinating, beautiful country, like considered the happiest place on earth. Just go there. You don't need to go see dinosaurs. Don't do it. Island Nublar or bust, dude. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Um, um I, I just Oh, I didn't even like... I have issues with... What I was going to say is, is I, I have issues with what you were saying before with the crowd of the, the, in the Mosasaurus splash zone situation is like a microcosm of a huge problem in this movie and in every movie that involves CGI. But it's particularly this one. You need to... I th I've never directed actors. I've never directed actors as they direct... As, as they're like acting in scenes where they're just staring at tennis balls and reacting to them. But, like, if there is a snarling monster, like, seven feet away from you, and the only thing between you and the snarling monster is, uh, is, like, a plexiglass ball yeah. that it just showed that it could probably break. You would piss and shit everywhere. You would not just go, uh-oh, or whatever the kids do in the scene. Yeah. You oh, would, yeah. Yeah, you would defecate oh that little kid is awful in it but he, he's good in iron and Man that's 3. just like every scene where they have to react to where someone has to react to a dinosaur i'm just like that's not it that thing is horrifying because of cgi i mean it, direct it's really your tough. actors better yeah i'm i 
like I think Bryce Dallas Howard is actually pretty decent in the movie. She like does her role really well. Yeah. I do. I give. I kind of want to just give it a one. Can I give it a one? I'm I'm gonna give it a three because I really don't think anyone is giving. All right, fine. Two. I don't think it's horrible. No one is doing this like dog shit performance. Um. Okay. Fine. What about so actoring with Jurassic Park is interesting for me because. It's obviously blockbuster acting, you know? You're not getting, like, Oscar-winning performances out of these people, even though they're all really good actors in it. I, I think especially Sam Neill and Laura Dern are, are fantastic, yeah. like, you know, criti- critically acclaimed actors. I mean, I mean, Sam Neill is a little bit in New Zealand, and Laura Dern certainly is now. Yeah. Um, so I'm not blown away, but I think they're really charismatic and what I love about Jurassic Park is that Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum just have a really good chemistry all yeah. together. So I really like the you know the scene we did at the beginning. The car chaos theory scene is great. It kind of shows the problematic relationship between Alan and Ellie in a really simple way. Yeah. Um, how he's just not pay- – he's so obsessed with dinosaurs. He's not paying attention to this. And he's too scared of like the future and having kids and being serious about stuff yeah. that isn't his profession. I love the interplay between Jeff Goldblum and or, or uh, Malcolm and Ellie when he's like, God creates dinosaurs, God destroys dinosaurs, uh, God creates man, man destroys God, man, uh, creates, man dinosaurs. creates dinosaurs, and then she goes, women inherits the earth, or like something yeah. like that. Uh, dinosaurs eat man, women inherit the earth. Yeah. And I love that. And... Um, there's just a, it's it's really good dialogue writing. I think um, I think Doctor Grant they init- they just they make it. He's so likable. I know he's like kind of chastising a kid at the beginning, but he's really passionate and interesting immediately. Yeah, and it helps you care about the characters early on. Um, I think he has such a genuine reaction when he sees the dinosaurs. It's such a like a beautiful yeah. like. He's full of wonder. You could imagine, you could see his whole backstory as like a kid who always needed to see this. Uh, yeah, and you can see that he's thinking, you know, as an actor, he's going, nothing in the world means anything to me anymore. Right, yeah. This is like, all I see. All I see are dinosaurs right now. Because he just ignores what anyone else is doing. Like, he steps out of a moving vehicle more than once in this movie. Yeah. Because he's just he's so just driven so, by what he's, he's seeing, and what he's seeing is so I mean, he doesn't even stop and think about the ethical issues with any of it because he's so... <laughs> Until he sees the velocity. Wondrous. Yeah, I mean, that he's like, well, you fucking created a raptor. He's like, oh my god, yeah, they they could kill you, though. You don't know some of them have sharp teeth? They're so smart, too. I, I Jeff Goldblum is such a wonderful piece of shit, and it, he does it so well. Dirtbag. But I, I actually, I love when he waves at the video at the beginning. Yeah. Or the DNA video. He's like, hi. Uh, yeah. The video. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride is so oh, yeah. funny. Like if the pirates from the Pirates of the Caribbean ride started killing people, they would shut it down. Yeah. Um, I really like when he when they he's a very comp he's more complex than the than most of the characters. They make him very ethically bound. Yeah. And he says that you know your lack of humility before nature staggers me, mm-hmm. and he looks genuinely shocked. I love when he's like, "Boy, do I hate being right all the time." Yeah, and then all the side performances are good. I, you know, the little kid is Justin, um, uh, what's his yeah. name? Uh, Justin Moskowitz in Social Network, yeah. and uh, he's in a few he's things. He's in a bunch of stuff. Wayne, we talked about him. Wayne Knight, uh, Newman, so great. David Attenborough. David Attenborough is great. I forgot Samuel L. God Jackson was in this. Yeah. And this Hold was right before Pulp Fiction, so he became like a huge actor yeah. right after. 
Which is so funny. Oh, yeah, he says, hold on your butt. Yeah, hold on your butt. The guy who plays Muldoon is so sick. Yeah. Muldoon's the coolest character. I had a, I had a Muldoon action figure. Oh, you did? Nice. Yeah. He had that weird shotgun. Yeah. With, like, that, like, folds over. It's probably not weird. I don't know anything about guns. Uh, you know the most about guns. Don't lie. Yeah, it's uh, not true. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm going to give it a... F- I think it's above average. I'm not... I give it a, a five. A five? I give it a five as well. I don't think there's a standout performance in it. Like, there's, like, no one's, like, just just cutting the cheese, just killing it. It's just that I think that this is this is just about as good as dialogue writing in a, a blockbuster creature feature gets because all of that dialogue writing that you're talking about, it all serves more than one purpose. And none of it is, none of it is like too much explanation. Like it's all perfect that like you get to learn so much about the dinosaurs, about the characters and about what drives them just in little like pieces of dialogue throughout the movie. Like yeah, like Malcolm's chaos scene, you're mm-hmm. you're learning that he is a disgusting flirt, and that's probably why he doesn't have any wives anymore. Yeah, and he just keeps trying to find new wives. The, the future Mrs. X, the future uh, Mrs. Malcolm, or whatever. Yeah, X Mrs. Malcolm. Yeah, the future X Mrs. Malcolm. Yeah, like you learn from the the scene where uh, Doctor Grant berates a small child and and uh, mimes that he cutting beats children. mimes cutting his stomach open that. Dr. Malcolm is obsessed with dinosaurs to the point that he is For unaware Dr. of Dr. Grant, sorry, yeah. is obsessed with dinosaurs to the point that he's unaware of what other people might think about dinosaurs or what he thinks about them. That he, But then he gets that whole character arc. You tease yeah. you tease the raptor claw, which becomes important later. You tease that the raptors have the claws, which becomes very important because they start murdering people later. Mm-hmm. You like learn all of this stuff with all of this really good dialogue writing and it's it's not like it's not like too in your face. It's not like the actors are trying to give this over the top performance except Jeff Goldblum because he doesn't have a top. Yeah. He's just sure. always over the top. Yeah. Um and it's like I don't know. You you get like an instant so many instant classics. No, that's a really great point. That's like, that's how the that's that's why we include an actoring like what do the writers do the writers help the actors? And yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, because Ian Malcolm could just as easily have been like a snarky, sarcastic, annoying person. Yeah. But instead, he's like a sarcastic, greasy, uh, kind of like smooth talking person because you've got the performance that the Jeff Goldblum brings. Like it's just, it it just like hits such a sweet spot. Sure. But but again, none of it's like spectacular. So I'm gonna give it five. Okay, fives for both of us. Let's move on to our last category, uh, legacy. Uh, legacy is where we talk about the lasting legacy of the movie. You know how people are going to talk about it, how people did talk about it, um, sort of like how, like how this movie will be remembered. So let's actually start with Jurassic World. Um, yeah, I mean, I just want to finish strong. Not, you haven't seen Fallen Kingdom, so I haven't seen Fallen Kingdom. Dude, you don't even know. And there's a new one coming out. <laughs> Uh, Dominion. Dominion brings the whole crew back. It brings baby. the minions into it. Uh, it's a crossover event with the minions from Despicable Me <laughs> and this. I mean, here's the thing. First of all, it has a fucking 7.0 on IMDb because people are basic and that app is dominated by childish men. <laughs> but it also made a so so we had a hundred fifty million dollar budget, which is way less than I expected. Mm-hmm. I mean. Scorsese had like a $250 million budget on The Irishman. 
I, I don't get what. Yeah, where, I don't know. Um, but it made over $1.6 billion in yeah. theaters because people are basic and the world is dominated by childish men. Well, well and the, and the, the because predecessor it built, yeah. gets a seven in this category. Right. And it, and it got built off of, yeah. So yeah. it built off of the success of the predecessor. Right. Without adding anything to it. I'm going to get, I mean, I'm honestly, I would give, yeah, that's, that's true. Cause there, but it, because it's created its own trilogy, essentially its own series. And because <laughs> it made so much money and because there are people that just like, like they just figured out how to turn Jurassic Park into like a fast and the furious type movie <sighs> or transformers movie. Like I'm giving it a five. Because I think the leg like it's gonna have its own legacy. Like, I'm giving know it a three Jurassic because I have seen Fallen Kingdom and it is a dumpster fire of a movie. And but that know, almost helps this movie. I don't think so because I think it dampens people's excitement for Dominion. Oh yeah, true. Like if they follow well, up, and it, Fallen Kingdom just crushed it. And Fallen Kingdom has some ideas that could have made for a really cool movie, even if they're stupid ideas. That still could have been like the spectacle, but I am telling you right now, Fallen Kingdom is the most disappointing movie I, I can think of. I don't know what you were while. expecting, but dude, Colin Trevorrow. No matter what you were expecting, it's disappointing. Colin Trevorrow like lost his Star Wars job because no one wanted to respect him anymore after these Jurassic World movies. I mean, I like, don't think he's another one of those like he's like J.J. Abrams uh, because they they both were like. They studied Spielberg and worked on Spielberg stuff. He's like J.J. Abrams with like no creativity. Yeah. I think that you have, yeah, you, you failed to, this movie fails. I'll give it a four. To take a, a, a nearly like foolproof way to make a bunch of money and. Well, did it. And, yeah. And, and do that while also creating like no excitement for the future of what you've like. Like, nobody cares. Sure. Yeah, I'm going to give it a four. I, I, I think you're right. I mean, I just, like, there are objective stats that make it big, but right, I think exactly. that you, when you really break it down, you're right. That is what its legacy is going to be. And, like, for people that talk about film like we do and not just, like, go see blockbuster movies, like, it really falls apart the more you think they about just it. just drop the ball. Yeah. Whereas, like, you're right. Jurassic Park, absolute seven. I mean, how could it not be? It's, it's one of the most iconic movies of all time, one of the most iconic scores of all time. Um, super quotable, which like I normally, we normally just talk about in, uh, comedies, but it's, it's really like the clever girl thing is, yeah. is so people have quoted that so much. Um, I, so it's funny. I didn't see Jurassic Park until I was much older oh, really? because I was so my, the first Jurassic Park movie I ever saw was Jurassic Park three in theaters because I was so scared of blood when I was a kid that <laughs> going into it, my friend Tommy like had to convince me that it was just ketchup or whatever. So when we saw Jurassic Park three, it gets really violent very quickly. And yeah. he kept say, he kept being like, it's just ketchup. And I was like laughing my ass off in the theater, just thinking about how much ketchup they spent. Um, <laughs> they spent money on. It has decent critical reviews. Yeah. 68 on Metacritic was a little surprising considering what it is. It's like, what are you expecting, metas? Yeah, I don't um, know. That's not it. Uh, 91% Rotten Tomatoes, won three Oscars. All three Oscars it was up for it won. Yeah. Made, a bi- made over a billion dollars in theaters in the 90s, and that's fucking crazy. Yep. 
Uh, and it only had a $63 million budget, so Spielberg is a fucking G. It won two different effects categories, and it won sound. And sounds. a sound. Yeah, and yeah, and it killed it with the sounds. And the sounds are, like, the sound, we know the sound of a raptor more from this movie than from any fucking... Yeah, they made the sound of the roar by, like, splicing together the sound of a cinder block sliding against a wood floor. Oh, And, sick. like, like actual animal roars. So my brother went to Berkeley College of Music and he had an assignment where they had to like take a scene from a movie and completely recreate the sound or whatever in it. So he took the first scene in Alien and he made he just found things around the apartment to like make the sound and it was really good. Like it was very believable, but you can also make your own sounds and stuff that's not in the movie. And it's really it's cool cuz that's a whole profession. There's like like yeah. companies that make sounds for movies. Um, and I'm sure something like Jurassic Park, like really like paved the way for people to do that. Yeah. I just think it's going to always have this iconic imagery associated with it. It holds up remarkably well, launched a couple, uh, careers. Yeah. Like won some awards. I mean, Laura Dern's legacy, like she is now one of the like leading actresses. She's constantly nominated. Sam Neill's had a great career. Jeff Goldblum. Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson. I mean, Wayne Knight kind of f- fell away. Yeah. Um, no yeah, man. Uh, well, no okay, man. so let's finish it off uh, or, or add them up. All right. I don't know if you have the scores. I, will, uh, I don't have them off the top of my head, but maybe we could talk about accolades while I add. Yeah, let's do accolades. So accolades, let's uh, give some awards out to these movies, and then we'll give the score actually afterwards. Um, yeah. So MVP, life. Why, Nick? Finds a way. Sweet. Yeah. I think that I was going to say dinosaurs, but I don't really know dinosaurs really won. These aren't even really dinosaurs. They're recreated ones. Um, yeah, they're like part frog. Yeah, LVP. Which is why that they can they can change their gender. LVP, humans. Because they didn't find a way. They because they don't find a way because dinosaurs find a way. Yeah, sure. Eat. I also think my LVP for me is people who get off the blockbusters like Jurassic Get World. off to them? Yeah. Well, yeah, the people that are, like, watching the motorcycle scene, they're like, oh, yeah! (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude! He's riding with raptors, bruh! That was me in the theater, actually. Uh, All right, Six Man. I think this one's actually easy, and I think you're going to agree with me. Six Man, uh, person who did the most with the least, Muldoon. Yeah. He's, I mean, I guess technically you could give it to, like, uh, Wayne Knight's character and uh, Samuel L. Jackson, but I think Muldoon is so iconic. He's so sick. I don't think there's a different. Did anyone else do a lot with a little? I mean Wayne Knight, but yeah, he yeah. has so much more. But I think that first scene with Wayne Knight is so funny, and he's the worst. Oh yeah, definitely. You know who's uh. Oh, I didn't. We didn't even talk about that. What's that dinosaur called? Because that one scares the shit the out of me. The Dilophosaurus. Yeah, Dilophosaurus. It couldn't actually. I don't think it could spit. Acid okay, but even life. not the. Sp- it reminds me of a snake, and I hated it, like a rattlesnake. It is. It is pretty uh, creepy is when he dies. That one fucked me up for a while. Yeah. Um, it's really cool how they do that with the can getting buried under the uh, mud. Mm-hmm. That's just a Spielberg man. All right. Um, comeback player of the year. I think it's Ellie. I think Ellie becomes like a really, really well done character by the end of Jurassic Park. Um, 
So I, I, she, it's she more does, like, yeah, she has this arc where she, she gets to be the hero. Yeah. And, and I don't know, for me, it's more like Laura Dern, you know, I always knew Laura, even though Laura Dern, uh, daughter of Bruce Dern was always a big actress. Like I never really liked her that much until later. And then when you go back to Jurassic Park, you're like, wow, that was actually a really nuanced and great character. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a comeback for me. I don't know. Do you have another one? I don't know if I have an opposite of a comeback. Okay, yeah. Which character got worse over time? You know who... Well, she doesn't like she gets... She doesn't get worse. Well, she does. She gets worse and worse and then dies in the most, like... Oh, the like the person that's supposed to be in charge of the kids? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it starts and you're like, wow. She dies in such a fucked way. She dies. Dude, she gets ripped apart by flying dinosaurs. Well, she's kind of getting passed apart, uh, passed around. I'm passed sure around. Her, like, like, her muscles are probably be, being torn. She's like, yeah, she's like ripped, like, like ripping her abdominal area. Then like, she throw gets her to around. the water and you think she's safe. And then they dive underwater and then do the same thing. And then they take her out of the water. And then she gets eaten by the Mosasaurus. <laughs> yeah. Along with the dinosaur. She gets eaten by... By two dinosaurs at once. We could just say the opposite of the comeback player in just one scene is her. Yeah, she goes from like a oh, it's like a like a oh, she has an accent. She's hot. Though. Wow, she's she's hot. Oh, she's hot and has an accent. Oh, she's not gonna have a big role in this movie. Oh, she's doing her job. She seems adequate. Oh, oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, oh, they're underwater. Oh, they did it again. Oh my god, she got eaten by that thing? I would say that's the most fun I had with that movie is just that scene. Dude, she doesn't deserve it at all. She's just no. such a meh character. Well, I actually hate, like, in any of these movies when, uh, like, an undeserving character. Like, Samuel L. Jackson didn't deserve to die. And, like, because normally these type of blockbuster movies, like, only the the people that deserve to die, die. Yeah. And, or, and some side people that we don't care about. They usually put like a person of color or something. And they, <laughs> they do that. I mean, that's true. That's with all these like horror esque movies. Um, all right. What about All Star Team before you. All Star Team, Dern, Neil, Goldblum. Mm. Hmm. Dern, Neil, Goldblum, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Um. Uh, I don't know. I kind of, okay, so I said Dern, Goldblum, uh, Neil. Tyrannosaurus Rex. No, because I, I, who's saves the guy, everyone who's in both Hammond? Movies. What's that actor's name? I think Attenborough. He, yeah, it, Richard Attenborough is really good. Richard, did I say? It's Robert or Richard, I don't know. But um, the last, before? I actually, so I, I kind of want to give it to the guy who plays Muldoon. But, like, I really think that the kid who plays Tim is a really good kid Yeah, it is actor. Richard Attenborough. Richard Attenborough. Um, the kid who plays Tim is a really good child actor. And you could see why he became, a fa- like, a not a famous actor, but someone who's in a lot of movies afterwards. I don't know if you agree. Yeah. I think I yeah. said David Attenborough earlier. Oh, that's... Who is Different. David Attenborough? David Attenborough is the guy that narrates the, um, the uh, planet Earth. Oh, true. I think. All right. What's, uh, what's the score? We have a score of 62 for the park. Jurassic Park got 62 out of 75. And 29 for the world. And 29 out of 75 for Jurassic World. Who boy! Well, we were actually pretty fair to it. I mean, you just kind of have to. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, if you like watching spectacles and you like dinosaurs, go watch Jurassic World. True. But you're not going to get much out of it. Yeah. Uh, Cue the music. Well, I mean, do you have any recommendations? Mm. 
for dinosaur There's movies. Not a lot of dinosaur movies. I no, the movie Dinosaurs, where the dinosaurs talk, and I really yeah, like that I put an image of that. That was a show, right? Or was it, they I made a movie, was a movie? I think too. It was a movie. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. One recommendation I have is the guy who plays the French, uh, the the black guy, the French guy in uh, Jurassic World. Oh yeah. Um, he's yeah. really he's his name is Omar Sy. He's amazing in this movie called The Intouchables or Intouchables, mm. um, which they remade to the um, the Upside or whatever that movie with Brian Cranston and uh, Kevin oh, Hart yeah, yeah, yeah. is a remake of that. I That's definitely true. watch that. Omar Sy is, an, is a terrific actor. Um, and he's honestly decent in this. I also think Sam Neill. If you want a more complex Sam Neill performance, watch The Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm. And then because of Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum, why not watch Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Because they're both great in it. Um, I would say in terms of like dinosaur-esque type stuff, I really like King Kong the, when they remade King Kong. Yeah. I think it probably sucks the if you rewatch it. The one with the Brie it. Larson meme? Or is that the first no, one? No, that's Col- Kong Skull Island. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking about the one with Adrian Brody and Jack Black and stuff oh, and Naomi yeah. Watts. I okay. like that movie. And, the, and Andy Serkis is great in it. And then Godzilla, the one with Brian Cranston, is dope. But at, at the very least, go rewatch the trailer for Godzilla because it is top five best trailer of all time. The one where they're falling out of the sky with yeah, the red absolutely. smoke. And then I'm watching a show called Rome right now. And if you really like Game of Thrones, why not try Rome, which is on HBO. It's just two seasons. And it, it's like Game of Thrones in the first two seasons with great dialogue and character work. And you get to learn a little bit about Julius Caesar. Yeah. Um, I recommend the movie Ice Age. Oh, I love Ice Age. That's a good one. About Shit. prehistoric creatures. <laughs> Grandma Kester? Um, cool. Now you can. Music. Uh, next week we are doing Kill Bill versus Haywire and if you watch Haywire which I'm sure a lot of people haven't watched um, it's a great Steven Soderbergh uh, thriller and you'll really see why it's similar to Kill Bill and we just need an excuse to do Kill Bill Uh, you can follow us on social media we are uh, on Instagram instagram.com slash facing off pod we are on Twitter twitter.com slash facing off pod uh, just look up Facing Off for either of those. You can send us emails. We got an email from my mom I'm going to read off really quick. Uh, you yes. can send an email to facingoffpodcast at gmail.com. My mother, Michelle, Mickey Willow, if you will, said uh, she was talking about our world Wonder Woman versus Captain Marvel episode. As a lifelong comic book and mythology lover in my 60s, I think these movies really hit me differently. It felt like, finally... I probably have waited all my life for a woman-led superhero movie, so I was enthralled and entertained. I was a huge fan of Wonder Woman comics, so was excited to see the take on her. Gal Gadot did, but I bet she says Gal Gadot uh, did such (laughs) a great job being innocent, enthusiastic, earnest, and being a person of high integrity. Even though I have read Marvel comics since the early 70s, somehow I never heard of Captain Marvel, sexist mom, in the past. So I really enjoyed learning about her. I liked Layla's point about this romance being different in that it was mainly there to have him rise to the occasion, uh, uh, being heroic instead of just sleazy. She also loved the slow-mo action. She thought the fight scenes were wonderful in Wonder Woman. She said the visuals work for me. Uh, I loved how powerful Captain Marvel was once she discovered her various capacities. More than Legion, it was cool all the power she had. I agree that the major relationship for her being with her best friend was refreshing, and that made it unique. Mama's take. Thanks, Mom. Hey, 
you guys should send us your reviews of our podcast or your reviews of the movie. Um, send that email again to facingoffpodcast at gmail.com. Nick, do you have a send off? Uh, no. Every, every, eventually, eventually, you do plan to have dinosaurs. It can camouflage! You do plan to have dinosaurs on your, on your, on your dinosaur tour, right? Hello? <gasps> Hello? Hello, yes? <laughs> 